This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Republicans have resurrected the effort to make some feds at-will employees, thus easier to fire. DOD's acquisition chief blames continuing resolutions for ammunition shortages for Ukraine. And top Senate lawmakers make the case for a one-stop shop for federal disaster aid. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, May 11th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Republicans have renewed their push to make it easier for agencies to fire federal employees. GOP lawmakers in both the House and the Senate reintroduced a bill to make feds at-will workers. Proponents of the Public Service Reform Act say it would make it easier to remove poor performers and create more accountability and efficiency. It's an idea that former President Trump originally touted through a now-revoked executive order that created the Schedule F position classification. Republicans' new bill would also abolish the Merit Systems Protection Board. The Office of Personnel Management makes a move to try to close a gender-based pay gap in the federal workforce. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. OPM has proposed regulations that would prohibit agencies from using a job candidate's salary history when setting their pay. That proposal is an effort to fully close the pay gap between men and women in the federal workforce. Currently, women federal employees' pay is on average 5.6% lower than their male counterparts. Proponents say the regulations will help historically underserved groups gain more equal footing when applying for government jobs. OPM's proposal is open to public comment for the next 30 days. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs is taking a closer look at disruptions in veterans receiving prescription drugs. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The VA and vendor Oracle Cerner are working to fix issues that have led to less productive pharmacy operations at VA facilities using its new electronic health record. The Government Accountability Office found the Oracle Cerner EHR led to multiple instances of veterans receiving double quantities of their prescriptions as well as the wrong medications. Neil Evans, Acting Program Executive Director of VA's EHR Modernization Integration Office, says fixes to these EHR pharmacy issues have been small and incremental and is calling for further action. VA pharmacy staff and providers need an accelerated delivery of upgrades. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The National Archives and Records Administration has new permanent leadership. After some pointed questioning and committee hearings by GOP members, the Senate confirmed political scientist Colleen Shogan to lead NARA about a year after President Joe Biden nominated her for the job. Shogan previously served as an executive at the White House Historical Association and has held jobs at the Congressional Research Service and Library of Congress. As archivist of the United States, Shogan will oversee 13 presidential libraries and 14 regional archives. She told lawmakers she will prioritize a backlog of veterans' requests for military service records needed for them to receive benefits. House lawmakers are preparing to update key IT modernization programs. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. The Technology Modernization Fund is nearly six years old and is getting a bit dull. So Congresswoman Nancy Mace 
plans to do something about it. But it's become clear that it's a tool that needs sharpening. So I intend to introduce legislation soon that will do just that. Mace didn't say how she plans to sharpen the TMF, but the Oversight and Accountability Subcommittee on Federal IT and Cybersecurity hearing yesterday was one piece of that fact-finding effort. Additionally, Ranking Member Jerry Connolly says he'd like to update the Fatara scorecard with new categories for zero trust and legacy IT modernization. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The defense acquisition system needs to spend more time working directly with small businesses. DOD Acquisition Chief Bill LaPlante says in the future he wants to do direct deals with small businesses and less through prime contractors. LaPlante made those comments at the Naval Postgraduate School's annual acquisition research symposium. There's a new push from Capitol Hill to overhaul the government's security classification policies. Four senior members of the Senate Intelligence Committee have legislation that would discourage agencies from classifying records when they don't actually need to and speed up the process of declassifying information that's already been marked as secret. The bills would also add funding for agencies' insider threat programs and add more governance to the classification process. Top lawmakers on the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee are calling for a one-stop shop for federal disaster aid. The Disaster Assistance Simplification Act would require FEMA to create a universal application for disaster survivors to apply for assistance across all federal agencies. Disaster survivors currently need to fill out separate applications for each agency from which they need help a process that can take weeks or even months. Even without a federal loan default, delays in passing federal budgets cost Defense Department acquisitions four years of progress. DOD Acquisition Chief Bill LaPlante, speaking at the Naval Postgraduate School's annual Acquisition Research Symposium, said continuing resolutions, or CRs, amounted to four years of funding delays over the last 12 years. As a result, the U.S. lacked enough stockpiled ammunition for the war in Ukraine. LaPlante also said it caused the U.S. to lose ground to China in acquisitions and advancements. Dreamport, the U.S. Cyber Command's creation to promote cyber innovation and collaboration, has new leadership. Greg Smith started in April as the new CEO of the Maryland Innovation and Security Institute, or MISI, which runs Dreamport. Smith replaces the founders, both of whom unexpectedly left their leadership roles in April. Cyber Command created Dreamport through a partnership intermediary agreement in 2018 with Missy. Smith joins Dreamport and Missy after spending the last three years with Archon Security and previously was chairman of the Cybersecurity Association of Maryland. The National Institute of Standards and Technology's new draft update to Special Publication 800-171, Revision 3, takes into account a year's worth of comments and data collection to make significant changes to the requirements to protect controlled, unclassified information, or CUI. Among the major changes to Revision 3 are the introduction of the concept of organization-defined parameters in selected security requirements to increase flexibility and help organizations better manage risk. NIST also created a prototype CUI overlay to better connect SP-800-53 and SP-800-171. NIST will also hold an information webinar on June 6th. Comments on the draft are due by July 14th. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, May 11th, 2023, 
I'm Peter Masurlian. 